Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer and episode 252 of the Speaking Club podcast. An old Zen saying suggests you should sit in meditation for 20 minutes every day. Unless you're too busy, then you should sit for an hour. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey, thank you for joining me again today. It's lovely to be here. Lovely to have you listening. Thank you for choosing The Speaking Club. I know there's loads of other podcasts out there, so I do appreciate it. Now I'm going to start this show by asking you a question. Have you heard of Erling Haaland? Maybe you have. Maybe you haven't. If you haven't, he's a footballer or a soccer player, if you're listening in America. And he's currently the best player in the world, according to the statistics. Yes, better than Ronaldo, Messi and Mbappe. And when he scores, he's got a really unusual celebration. He doesn't like skid on the floor or rip his shirt off or do a little dance. No. What Erling Haaland does is sit cross-legged in the lotus position and close his eyes, just like he's meditating. And uh, he's got a lot of stick for it as well. People have taken the mickey out of him. But do you know why he does that? It's because he attributes a big part of his success to meditation. Apparently, he meditates before every game to manage his thoughts and to remove stress. And uh, it reminded me, actually, of the story that my um, tennis coach used to tell me when I was uh, playing tennis competitively. He used to say, Sarah, do you know what? There's no difference in the top 100 players in relation to skill. The difference between the number one player in the world and the hundredth player in the world is mindset. And that was quite a few years ago. And I think probably today things have got a little bit more sophisticated in our understanding of the part that the mind plays in performance. And in sport particularly, those athletes with mental focus and a strong mental edge are the ones who go on to win more and become household names. And you know what? A surprising number of them rely heavily on meditation to get that mental edge that they need to maintain their positive outlook and to curb their anxiety so that they can perform in the moment. See how many of these names you recognise. Serena Williams, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Stephen Curry, Kobe Bryant, Derek Jeter, Joe Namath, Carrie Lloyd, Lewis Hamilton and Christian Ronaldo. These are just a few who use some type of meditation practice to get that mind to perform, as I said, when they need it most, in the moment of pressure, in the moment of stress. So the big question I wanted to explore today is whether introducing meditation into your life could help you become a better speaker, because that's what we're here for, isn't it? 
And it's on my mind right now because I'm in the middle of a virtual 10-day meditation retreat myself. And it means that I'm meditating for two hours a day. I do an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening. And I'm doing this for two reasons. First of all, I want to improve my focus. Uh, As you may know, I've mentioned it before, my mind's a bit like a butterfly. And secondly, I want to get a stronger connection to my intuition. And uh, yeah, as I said, in the past, I've been easily distracted. Um, I've got a mind that's constantly firing off ideas, which is good, but not when I need to concentrate and focus on a particular task. And I'm pretty sure that this uh, meditation practice, just based on my experience so far, is going to help me avoid getting caught up in negative thoughts as well. And with such a noisy mind, it can be challenging to connect with how I really feel about something. I often, you know, someone asks me questions, you know, what do you want? And I try and sort of get in touch with that. And I I don't know. So um, that's another reason that I'm doing it to get the wisdom from my intuition when I need it. And having dabbled in meditation previously and now going through this retreat, I'm really confident, actually, that introducing some form of meditation into your daily routine will help you become a better speaker. And I want to just explain why I think that to you. Well, first off, as you probably know, many, many people are scared of public speaking. And the thought of standing on stage and speaking to an audience absolutely petrifies them. And maybe this resonates with you too. And if it does, the fear may well be holding you back from going for better jobs or it'd be pushing you into the shadows when you've got a massive message to share or it could be affecting your performance if you are a speaker already and uh, you want to get into storytelling and humour and all that good stuff. Now, it's likely that in my experience of working with people that at some point in your life something may have happened in front of others, maybe at school, where you felt embarrassed or awkward or uncomfortable And your mind in that moment made a decision and made a connection between what happened to you then and speaking. But the thing is this, right? That connection is not real. It's imagined. And whether consciously or unconsciously, you're projecting yourself into a future where when you speak, you're putting yourself at risk. And with your thoughts and your imagination, you've turned speaking into a threat. And the anxiety you you then subsequently feel that's linked to speaking surfaces and keeps you safe, playing small to avoid doing it. Your mind's just trying to help you. But meditation can help you overcome that in two different ways. Basically, mindfulness meditation can help you learn to come back to the present moment when your mind starts to go into the future. And visualization meditation can start to reprogram your mind by creating a positive imagined experience of speaking that will help you get on stage and which will then, when you're on stage, give you real evidence to combat that imagined fear from the past. Now, another thing that people struggle with is creating content for their talk. 
especially if they're unlucky enough not to have my heart map structure to use uh, when they're doing that. See, and the other thing is that when we're faced with a task, even if it's a task we want to do because we know it will fulfill one of our goals or enable one of our dreams, we'll still avoid that task or make it more difficult for ourselves by getting distracted. And this is another area where training your mind to focus and be more intentional through meditation practice will be a huge help. And even though, as I said, I've only been doing this meditation uh, for the past five days through this retreat, I've noticed that I am getting less distracted or when I do, I can pull myself back to the present moment much quicker. So there's that. On top of that, there's the whole skill development side of speaking. And you may have experienced this um, when you are developing as a speaker and you're learning to tell stories or use humor or go deeper in introducing performance skills into your delivery. Once again, your mind can throw up roadblocks in the form of negative thoughts like, I don't know, what will people think about me if I share this story about myself and get vulnerable? What if I'm no good at it? I don't want to look silly. And those thoughts, if you get caught up in them, if you begin to ruminate on them, can get amplified into what I call imagined fear again and inhibit your performance. So being able to disassociate from those thoughts, letting them float on by and allowing yourself to be free, to be playful, to experiment will accelerate your learning improve your confidence and might also give you access to ideas and opportunities to take your talk to the next level. You know, ChatGPT can go so far <laughs> in in pulling stuff that's already out there, but when you can get access to this sort of playfulness and experimentation, that's where you might get something completely left field come to you that makes your talk stand out. Okay. So let's shift into something else where meditation potentially help you. And that's rehearsal and preparation. As you will have experienced at some point in your life, when you've been scared of something, your imagination is super powerful. The problem is, as I've mentioned, that most of the time we're using it to imagine something we don't want rather than something we do. And you, you've only got to notice the physical reaction in your body when you do have those scary thoughts um, to see the huge influence our imagination has over our reality. You know, I'm supposed to be doing wing walking this year. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do it. It is proper. Every time I think about it, I imagine myself on that biplane, on the wing. And I don't think they give you a parachute. So you, I really get the physical sensations come up when I think about that. It is so powerful, your imagination, but we want to turn it around. We want to harness the power of the imagination and use it to get the things we do want. And that's exactly what the practice of visualization meditation can do for you. Spending time before a talk, visualizing it from start to finish, using all your senses to create the detail and making it go well can make a huge difference to your mindset, your confidence and your performance. And that's why I include a guided visualization in my uh, No Signature Talk program so that people can do that ahead of going into their talk. 
and in rehearsal too, being able to notice and let go of those unhelpful thoughts will enable you to be playful and to practice full out. And finally, one of the most important ways that mindfulness meditation can help you is by giving you the tools to be calm and absolutely present on stage so that you can be with your audience rather than be in your head. Okay, so hopefully that has shown you how helpful introducing some meditation practice into your life could be for improving your speaking. But you might be thinking, yes, Sarah, that's all very well, but I haven't got two hours to spend checking on my chakras. I hear you, although my meditation teacher hasn't said anything about chakras. But the great news is that you don't have to spend hours meditating to get the benefit of it. You can start with just a few minutes a day and build up to something that's going to be more manageable, say 10 or 15 or 20 minutes a day. And at the start, when you give it a go at first, you might feel like you're wasting your time just sitting there doing nothing. You might start to feel resentful and sceptical. But meditation is one of those things, much like speaking, where you get better by doing it, by practicing it. And I, to be honest, I felt all those things, but I am beginning to see it as precious time with myself getting out of my head and giving me space to reset and recharge my mind. So if I've sold you on this and you want to have a go, what do you do next? Well, first of all, have a think about what type of meditation might suit you because there are actually nine different types. Amazing, I didn't know that. And although there are nine, there there are nine of them, they all generally do aim to give you techniques to achieve that sort of mentally clear and emotionally calm state. And who doesn't want that? So here, I just thought I'd give you a trot through the nine different types. And I've also put a link in the show notes to an article which has more detail. And um, basically, let's start, well, here's the nine. There's mindfulness meditation, spiritual meditation, focused meditation, movement meditation, mantra meditation, transcendental meditation, progressive relaxation meditation, loving kindness meditation, that one sounds cool, doesn't it? And visualization meditation. And so here's a quick overview for you so that you can decide which one you like the sound of to go and find out more about it. So let's start with mindfulness meditation. It's the most popular one. And this combines focus and awareness. You tend to focus on your breath or an object. And as your thoughts come up, you notice them, but you don't get involved or judge them and just let them go. Then there's spiritual meditation. And this one's used in many religions and traditions. So Christian prayer, for instance. And it's about developing a deeper understanding of your religion or spiritual meaning and connection with a higher power. Then we've got focused meditation that involves concentration using the five senses. You could focus on something internal or like your breath or you can listen to a gong or count beads or look at a candle. And this is one that is really potent for concentration and attention. Then you've got movement meditation. This is your yoga, your tai chi. You could even be walking and gardening apparently. 
and the aim is to get a deeper connection with your body and the present moment. Then we've got mantra meditation and that uses a repetitive sound to clear your mind and if you respond better to sound you know we have different we're either you know sound or feel or sight um, if sound is better for you then this might be easier than some of the other ways. Then you've got transcendental meditation it's trademarked um, TM and this is where you use a silent mantra it needs to be taught to you by a practitioner and they reckon it's easy and effortless. So sounds quite good that one doesn't it? And next, there's progressive relaxation. This is aimed at reducing tension in your body and getting into a relaxed state. And you basically go through the muscles in your body, tightening and relaxing them one at a time. And it's good before you go to bed, apparently. So there's that one. Loving kindness meditation. This one sounds cool. It's all about increasing feelings of kindness and compassion towards yourself and others through opening your mind to send and receive loving energy. And who doesn't need a bit more of that? And finally, we come to one of my favorites, visualization meditation. And as I mentioned, this is a powerful one for speakers. It is also very good for manifestation, if that's what you're into, if you're interested in that side of things. And this is where you imagine a scene vividly using all of your senses to add in as much detail as possible, as I said before. And this could be related to having a conversation with someone. If you've got a difficult conversation to do, maybe visualize it beforehand or as I said, a speaking event or another one of your goals. The key thing is that you visualize it going perfectly. So that's your quick run through. Hopefully you've found something that might have piqued your interest there. And I wanted just to cover, you know, I've mentioned the speaking benefits, but there are so many physical and psychological benefits that meditation has been shown to give you like reduced blood pressure, lower stress, better sleep, better mood, better health. So it does seem like a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? Well, it's early on in 2023, so maybe it might be worthwhile for you to give one of these meditation practices a go to reap the benefits in your life. And as I've mentioned, there are plenty to be had for speaking as well. I'll put the link in the show notes, as I mentioned, to the retreat that I'm doing just in case you want to give your meditation a kickstart like I did. And Raimar, the guy who runs it, is lovely, He's so kind, and it is absolutely a really good introduction to it. It's all about not beating yourself up um, and just sort of getting the best benefits out of it for you. And, you know, talking about kickstarting things, I think it was important to mention if you want to kickstart your speaking this year, then do go and check out my Nail Your Signature Talk in 60 Days program. We've got a cohort starting next week. If you're listening to this episode when it's released, it might not be too late to jump on that. Um, you'll leave that program with a talk that you're unreasonably excited to share and which will get your audience into action. And that's guaranteed. And uh, if, if you're listening to this after the current group program is happening, there's also the self-paced version or the one-to-one -one version that you can do, uh, although places are limited on the one-to-one -one version, or just wait for the next group one to come up. I think it'll be in a couple of months' time. Excellent. And you can find out all the details about that program at saraharcher.co.uk slash nail your talk. And I would love to have you join me. 
Well, that's it for another episode. Thank you again for joining me here on The Speaking Club. And if you're a regular listener, do please take a couple of minutes to leave an honest rating or review for the show over at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. And come and say hello to me. I'm on LinkedIn often, uh, other places, Instagram. I'm just about to have a go at the old TikTok thing, see what happens there. Is uh, There's already a little video there of me having fun with an after eight mint i'll leave that to your imagination uh but you can check that out on tiktok um sarah archer 15 um and until next time just want to say as you'd expect go out grab your life by the nuts and get cracking bye-bye Getting to practice your speaking in front of an audience is a crucial part of testing your message and developing your skills and experience as a speaker. Yet opportunities to do this in the right environment can be hard to find. Add in the chance to get expert feedback and coaching on your content structure and delivery and the opportunities are even fewer. But that's what you'll get as a member of the Speaking Club Live. There'll be hot speak slots and you'll get the chance to practice sharing your message, your storytelling, your humour and all the different aspects of speaking in front of me and other members. Then you'll get feedback and coaching from me and your peers so that you're moving forward on your speaking journey with accountability and support. If you'd like to find out more about how you can become a member of the Speaking Club Live so that you can build your confidence, improve your delivery and become a better speaker, then go to saraharcher.co.uk slash club now.